Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Hello again, and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Today's story is called The Widow's Never-Ending Flower Jar. This is Elijah Part 2 and comes from 1 Kings chapter 17 verses 7 through 24 and 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7. A great big thanks to Morgan, Michelle, Matthew and Lauren, Johan and Detective John for joining our Patreon. Your support is so important. I cannot say thank you enough. We have beautiful coloring pages that go with this episode. If you have yours now, go ahead and pull them out to color along, or use our activity sheet later this week as you discuss. We also have memory verse material and more on our new Patreon. Enjoying this bonus content also means you keep this podcast going for thousands of other families. We do need your support, and to say thanks, we hope you enjoy the awesome bonus content. Simply go to kbspodcast.com to get started. The link will also be in today's show notes. Last week, we left off with God saying there would be a drought. No rain or dew for years, but... He would provide water for Elijah with a brook, and the ravens would deliver him food each morning and night. If you missed that last week, go back and listen, because it's pretty cool. For today, we will begin our story here. And after a while, the brook dried up, because there was no rain in the land. Where once clear water babbled, now stood dry, cracked earth. The cracks puckered up as if reaching for a sip of water as they zigzagged back and forth over the land. The sun beat down, and there was not a cloud in the sky. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Arise. Go to Zarephath and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to feed you. So he arose, dusted off his clothing, and went to Zarephath. Do you think he felt relief at this good news? Yes. Me too. I wonder how long he waited for God to tell him this. Well, when he came to the gate of the city, he could see a widow gathering sticks. Her face glistened with sweat, 
her hair a bit messy. She, too, had a little water, and it showed. She was slowly growing the pile of sticks she held in her arms. Elijah watched her for a moment, and then he called to her. Hello there. Bring me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. She placed the pile of sticks on the ground and left to bring him a drink. But as she was going to do so, he called to her and said, And also, bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. I wonder what face she made at this request. Did she put her hands on her hips in frustration? What Elijah was asking of her was massive. Didn't he know that they were barely staying alive? The drought left no water and their food was almost gone. Bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. That was it. She spoke up saying, As the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked. Only a handful of flour in a jar and oh, the smallest tiny amount of oil in a jug. And now, well, now I'm gathering up these sticks so that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die because we have no more food. How do you think this widow may feel? I would feel sad too if I thought this was the last meal my family would ever have. The good news is, our story doesn't end here. Elijah knew something she didn't. He knew what God had spoken, so he said to her, Do not fear. Go and do as you have said, but first make me a small loaf of bread and bring it to me. Afterwards, make something for yourself and for your son. For the Lord, the God of Israel, says this. The jar of flour shall not be used up, and the jug of oil shall not be empty, until the day the Lord sends rain upon the earth. She couldn't take her eyes off Elijah. Was what this prophet telling her true? Her eyes fought back tears of joy. Finally, there was hope. She could hear her own heartbeat as she turned, walked home, and did as Elijah said. She placed the sticks in the clay oven, and while she waited for the fire to heat it up, her hands worked the last bit of flour and ingredients she had left into dough. She was very careful not to waste any, as she kneaded the dough over and over, until finally it was ready to go into the oven. As the bread baked, 
It filled the house with a delightful aroma. I imagine her cozying up next to her son, whom she loved. Together, they sat and waited for the bread to be done. I wonder if she prayed as they waited, praying that the Lord would continue to feed them. The widow had baked many loaves of bread, and she knew this one was now ready. Ever so carefully, she pulled out the loaf, and once cool, she gave it to Elijah, just as he told her to. Now remember, Elijah told her, Afterwards, make something for yourself and for your son. And guess what? When she went back to make another loaf of bread for her and her son, the jar of flour was full. Oh, Lord, can it be? Oh, thank you, thank you. Son, come quick, check the jug of oil. Her son raced to the jar of oil, peered in, and exclaimed, Mama, we have oil. It's not all gone. Praise God. They hugged one another with happy tears, and then... I picture them falling to their knees to pray, thanking God. She and her household ate for many days. The jar of flour was not used up. Neither did the jug of oil become empty, just like the word of the Lord said it would, that Elijah had spoken to her. Well, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. First, let's make sure we are clear about something. Elijah was the one talking, but whose words was he actually speaking? God. Yes, God is the one making the promise that she won't run out of food. Elijah's a messenger. He himself does not have that power. God does. Now I want you to put yourself in the widow's shoes. Imagine, you only have one loaf of bread left to eat. And after that, there's no more food for your family. How do you think that would feel? Scary. Sad. I agree. So when she makes Elijah food first, using up her own precious food on him, that took some faith. She had to trust God's word that her jar of flour and jug of oil would have enough for them too. And listeners, did God keep his word? Yes. It said she and her household ate for many days. When I read this, the widow reminded me about another part of the Bible. 
In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, it says this, For we walk by faith, not by sight. The widow walked by faith that day, not by sight. What she saw around her looked impossible. Impossible to have food, impossible for more water, impossible situation. But nothing is impossible for our God. She didn't have faith in herself. By herself, she couldn't solve this. She had faith in the right place, God. You too can put your faith in God. God used her to feed Elijah. Can he use you too? Yes. He sure can. And guess what? If God's told you to do something, he'll give you all you need to do it. The widow had all she needed to obey God. You might not be opening up your refrigerator and miraculously getting your parents' groceries, but maybe you read your Bible and God's Word teaches you not to gossip. You think to yourself, What? Impossible, God. Did you see how Amy got an F on her math test? I mean... I can't keep that to myself. I just gotta tell our friends. Even though it feels impossible not to gossip, if God's word has told you to do something, He has made a way for you to do it. Maybe that means you pray for help, you feel less interested in gossiping, or maybe you suddenly realize how terrible Amy would have felt had it happened. And though this may seem small to you, God is using you in this too. Using you as an example for others to follow. Using you to love that girl Amy well. I want you to understand, God is loving. He doesn't ask you to do something and then just walk away chuckling. No! He gives you the items, the people, the brain to use to complete what he's asked. God is a good God. This week, talk with your family about one way you've seen God use you for good things. Well, that is it for our story today. Thank you so much for joining us. Tune in for next week's Elijah Part 3. And don't forget, starting with episode 292 and going forward, we have bonus content for each of those episodes on our brand new Patreon. Everything is unlimited print, and they'll be available before the episode release, so you can follow along while listening or enjoy them later in the week. You can try any of them completely free for seven days. I'm asking for you to please help support it, to check it out, go to kbspodcast.com to get started. Thanks again for your support. And, as always, bye for now.